<laughs> we'll, we'll be the background noise. <laughs> actually not playing on my phone for the first time. Oh, yeah? <gasps> no Pinterest today? <laughs> That was going to be loud. <laughs> I turned it down a little bit. Welcome to the Movie Dummies Podcast, the show where the story never ends. And neither does the dribble. Speaking of Dribble, here are your hosts. Telling you. Well, autopilot I thought you were going to give Autopilot an attitude He's adjustment. rejecting his programming, I'm telling you. <laughs> we are the Movie Dummies. <laughs> uh, I'm Joe. I'm Shannon. I'm Angela. No Matt yet. He I'm might lost. pop in. And we have a special guest. I'm lost. I think I have the wrong number. Oh, well, <laughs> wrong number guy. I'm um, Justice Curry. Justice Curry, aka here. Justin C A R Y. Um, <laughs> folks who remember way back when, to when we talked about the Last Jedi together, might remember Justin. Uh, good guy. And we're talking about what seems to be his like favorite childhood movie. Don't know why. Who knows why? Hmm. We'll Absolutely. Out. Uh, we're going to talk about the Neverending oh. Story. <laughs> My brother just came out. Oh. <laughs> Hi. Hi, everybody. Hey. And we have another special guest, Aaron. Howdy, howdy, howdy. And uh, he's also going to be defending this movie against uh, all odds. <laughs> whoa, whoa, Poor whoa. Kid. Defending? I thought we were coming on to praise the joy and love of NeverEnding Story. <laughs> you that can. That is your job. This is going to turn into a bit of a... Debate. Uh-huh. Oh, we've got a fight on our hands. I, you know, it's going to be really easy. I know how to win. I'm just going to trump the shit out of this. I'm going to stand really <laughs> creepily and eyeball all of you and be like, betray you, betray you, betray Nobody's going to be able to. Aaron, Aaron, this is a kid's show. What you are yeah, hearing is real. Now we have the participants are not actors. They are actual dummies with opinions on movies. Some dummies have agreed to set their opinions aside to discuss this movie with no bias. Others have decided to let their case be settled here, in our forum. The Dummies Court. <laughs> That's what this is going to turn into, I believe. Uh, but before we get into the Dummies Court, we're going to talk about some stuff we've watched this week. Um, this is all new to Justin and Aaron, so bear with us as we go through it. Mm -hmm. uh, but Angela, what have you been watching this week? Oh, uh, surprise, surprise. I'm still knee-deep in Supernatural. Oh yeah, baby. Nine now. So. Carry on, my. It's almost son. over, guys. But Th man, those two men good. are hysterically handsome. Mm. They yeah, are ridiculously handsome. Uh, and they create the best memes I've ever seen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. One hundred percent. I just oh saw. God, he's so deep. The video of uh, oh my goodness, Justin Jensen, Jensen? Ackles doing Eye of the. He Tiger. doesn't seem like a very bright guy. Yeah, I don't. The Yellow Fever episode. Yes. Oh my gosh, it's, it's fantastic. So good. I could watch that repeat on repeat. I don't even know. I don't even know what you guys are talking about. <gasps> Supernaturals. They're 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 two like are they brothers? Yes, they're brothers. And they fight. They fight ghost crime, basically. Never heard of my, it. My understanding of the show. It's it's like if they Ghostbusters live in an alternate really universe where everything <laughs> is exactly the same as our universe, except all the supernatural aspects of life. Are this isn't real. on Earth. This isn't in our. Oh God, this is tough now. <laughs> and you're making fun of the never-ending story. They live on Earth, but in a different Earth in a different time, but exactly the same. But somehow, <laughs> this a kid might be a genius. Is weird. Hey, <laughs> not even close. I'm gonna be on your side there, Aaron. So <laughs> Aaron, there. You're, you're, Aaron, stop, stop. You're, you're I actually like the our... never-ending story. Whoa, pump the heat breaks, Foxy friends. So, so yeah, uh, supernatural good show. We do recommend it. You got anything else, Angela? I don't, unfortunately. Sorry. Aww. All right, Shannon. Let's see. This week, Joe and I went to the movies and we saw Twenty Two Mile. Mile Twenty Two. Oh, nice try. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I read things backwards with Game Over. Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. Lauren Thank Cohan. You. Sure. Anyone else? Uh, some other people. Ro <laughs> Rowdy Ronda Rousey. Um, I was pleasantly surprised. Joe's like, we're going to go see this. I was like, show me the preview. And the preview was so long. I was like, okay, why am I seeing this movie? I think they showed me everything. They showed you nothing. <laughs> it was very surprising 
the outcome of the movie and how great it was filmed. I really enjoyed it. It's, it's another of, Mark Wahlberg, Peter Berg joint. Very good. I enjoyed it. Um, What's it about? It's about this tactical team. Black ops. That Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's like a black op team that's the last resort that gets a high priority person to a certain place and there's some twists and turns along the way. Ooh. Yeah, it's really good. There's espionage, there's action, it's fun. It's very bloody. Yes. Very actiony. I love me some so action. So the guy, have you ever seen The Raid and The Raid Redemption and The Raid Berendahl? No. If you never have, I really, really recommend it. They're I've these, never heard of it. They're these martial arts movies, um, and I don't know how to say the guy's name. I just know his first name's Ui. Ui. Ui Kuwais or something like that. Um, he's in those, and then he he has become since a fight choreographer for movies. He's fantastic. And he those movies are fight. brutal and in your face, and they do this thing in, in the age of Born where they take the camera out of the action, and they just show these two people fighting from a distance instead of up in your face with these quick cuts. No, they're long takes of people fighting, and it's brutal, and they're hitting each other hard, and there's gore, and that translates into this film as well, because he probably did the mm-hmm. uh, choreography in this movie, too. Yeah. Poor people and their nice. broken bones. So yeah, I, I do recommend Mile 22. I recommend you find the Raid movies and watch those as well. They're, they're the inspiration for John Wick. Okay. Oh. That's where John Wick got the balls to do what he was doing. Ah. Yeah, watch I'm John intrigued. I, I have some goose pimples. Well, there you go. I would oh. like to watch this now. <laughs> they're, they're we call them moaners the here on the movie dummies, but that's my own term. Anyways, <laughs> in my spare time, I watch The Martian with Matt Damon because I'm Matt Damon trying to get my science on for school starting. And I just love me a good Captain America. I watched Captain America. The First Avenger. The First Avenger and Captain America Winter Soldier. Okay. Both very excellent movies. Very, very good. Moving on to Civil War later. Let's see. I watched uh, Castle Rock. More episodes are coming out on that on Hulu. If if you're a fan of Stephen King, I do recommend you watch that. Um, I started watching Disenchanted on Netflix. It's Matt Groening's new new cartoon. And it's kind of like The Simpsons, Monty Python, and Mel Brooks movies had a baby. (laughs) It's very irreverent and funny, and there's tons of gags. I probably wouldn't like it. You probably wouldn't, but it's very good. Good to know. I do recommend it. My husband started watching that today, and I did see about five minutes of it, and I'm going to... There's I'm probably 12 more. jokes in, like, just in the background during that five minutes. It's hmm. it's joke dense. Um, I watched this movie with Bill Fickner called The Neighbor. It has him and Michael Rosenbaum in it. It's not great. Okay, <laughs> skip it. Their acting is really good. The movie just sucks. Does that make hmm. sense? Yeah. Yeah. It, yep. yep. It goes real artsy out of nowhere. Huh. No thanks. <laughs> and it's like, why? Couldn't you just write an ending? Wouldn't that be better? Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, I I say probably skip it unless you're a huge fan of both those guys. Then watch it. Okay. And then there was Mouth nice. Do you recommend it? You also saw a movie this week. What movie? With Lucy, oh, that's our right. daughter. We went, we went and saw The Meg. I'm dying to hear how great this movie is. Uh, I was shocked at how good it was. Really? To be honest, really? I thought, I thought it was going to be just trash. You know, like Fast and the Furious 8 type level trash. But it was really quite fun. Oh, I have to go and see it And it was then. really, really weird to watch Jason Statham smile. <laughs> <laughs> he smiles through about weird. 80% of the movie. And he's happy and he laughs and he jokes. What? I'm like, you're like a real human. I don't like this. He finally <laughs> got Becky. For sure. I guess. He... Yeah, it Italian job reference, anyone? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, that's I need, too I old. Movie. I'm handsome, help, Rob. But it's a good movie. Awesome. It's uh, the Meg. I do recommend it. Highly recommend it. They're setting it up for a sequel. Sweet. We'll see. Yeah. So I, we know the Meg does not die now. Thank you for that spoiler. No, no that's not true. <laughs> oh. That's not oh. true. They create a circumstance where more could come at any time. Ooh. Alternate real universe supernatural there you go here we go <laughs> well aaron hmm. get, did aaron get to see a good movie this year yeah, do, what or, about you aaron, aaron you don't good? mention any nc-17 movies no that's that's all i watch past 9 p.m but just i home. watched rewatched the um the avengers infinity war got Ooh. that blu-ray and i Very just good. got a call from family video 
saying, sir, you returned your Destiny 2 video game to us and not the movie. So <laughs> I, I have to go back to family video. But Fantastic. I, I will tell you, I watched um, on HBO last night with my wife. We watched the first episode of Sharp Objects. Oh, how is it? With Amy Adams. That was a daunting task for what they put forth. Um, I was shocked, uncomfortable for a lot okay. of the movie, and I was really impressed with how their uh, cinematography, the the introduction of characters with flashback in live motion, per se, like oh. where they're living through it and they're seeing it all of a sudden. You're like, wait a second, did this just happen? But a very intriguing backstory and relationship between Amy Adams and her mother. She's a journalist who comes back home for a uh, abduction slash murder of a young girl, like 11 years old. Right. And um, in some sense, I would say the part of it was how in how the self harm of cutting, which obviously sharp objects, mm. it shows how everybody has their own version of their own self harm, and it was very uncomfortable. Oh wow. Gotcha. To see their usage of how anything, like not even a twitch, but just the, it was good. Very well thought out drama. Uh, I wouldn't say true detective esque, but that that deep dark reality wise, you're like, okay, that's that could really be happening. So that entire <laughs> that entire production team had just they made these shows back to back. Did you see the the other one they did, Big Little Lies? No, what is this? I've never heard of this. It was they they worked on a back to back. So Big Little Lies is a female centric drama, and it's got some pretty dark crap going on it too. It's got Reese Witherspoon, mm-hmm. Shailene Woodley, Nicole Kidman, um, Dr. Ellie Sattler. I always forget her real name. <laughs> <laughs> Laura Dern. Laura there Dern's go, her real man. name. It's got what what um, platform? HBO. Oh, good. Awesome. So cool. they, I, I mean, haven't. They, that's a book a too while. that they adapted to you know this intense drama and that guy the guy who like created it and directed it his whole production team went right into sharp objects with no break and like he, he had a difficult time trying to uh, well, find inspiration. I like hearing that that makes me like it even more okay I yeah. do not mean to interrupt but I will have to step away for about three minutes to bring i have a sleeping three-year-old and a sleeping one-year-old in my back seat and i have to pull in and put them into a bed and i will pop back on i'm just gonna mute my phone hey whatever you gotta do to not leave them in the car we're okay with yeah <laughs> listen the ac's on i am not a monster rolling into a kmart at two in the afternoon on a 95 going listen it's cracked somewhere i don't know which window it is <laughs> what did they say i put them in the garage with the door shut no big make deal sure Make sure you put something important in your back seat so you don't forget <laughs> your children are in the back seat. I'm like, yes. yeah, like your phone. Yeah, right. They're phone not that the important. Seat. Don't you yeah. worry about them. Oh, All right, I'll be goodness. back in a few. All right. Okay. All right. What about you, Justin? You see anything good? Oh, my gosh. I absolutely did. And this was probably the most intense movie I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, I'll give you a, a guess because I know you'll be able to guess it, Joe. Billy Madison. But it's a, it's, <laughs> oh. No. It is like adrenaline pedal to the metal the entire movie oh, it's shot Six. nope it's oh. shot very uniquely unlike any other movie that uh, you're used to oh, seeing now it's... I definitely know what it is Hardcore Henry yes oh my goodness so uh, it was Brandy Brandy <laughs> my daughter came in here with this little recorder hey, musical aw. device yeah <laughs> you can Henry. be a star Brandy maybe you'll get Hardcore Henry. Found. Remember, I showed you the trailer. Okay. It's all first person, and you're like, "I'm not watching that." Okay. <laughs> yes. So imagine that you watch a movie, and the movie is through someone's eyes. Like yeah, no. there's a camera mounted. They've made a very special camera GoPro system mm-hmm. mounted in the front of a guy, so you see his arms, his legs, wherever it's, he moves it's his a first head. Person movie. And it is, and the whole time is. He's getting shot. He's jumping out of buildings. There's explosions. Um, and it's my heart was pumping the entire time. I was wore out by the time the movie ended. I was exhausted. Inconceivable. Yeah, not worth my time. It, it's okay. So, like, <laughs> I feel like I'm going to have a heart attack. The movie you know, itself, the movie. like the story structure and everything, it's, it's B movie level. But yeah. the thing that bumps it up to me is just from a filmmaking standpoint, the challenges that they had to overcome the ingenuity that they had to like they probably had to invent a lot of stunts and stunt work yeah. and, and ways to get these things to happen 
there's there's especially a scene where hardcore henry jumps on top of a a truck throws a grenade into it he gets exploded <laughs> yeah. off the top of it and lands on a motorcycle and it's done without a cut so you're like well how i know they, how did they achieve that no very little special effects right i mean and it looks like it's one solid seam seamless encounter i mean exactly. they they cut kind of uh strategically they had cuts with him um, turning his body across like a dark you know yeah again yes. i can barely ride in the car with you how am i gonna watch this <laughs> it might be a little just i can see why some people would get like uh nauseous watching motion it, sickness right Ugh. um but I, I just think the ingenuity involved in actually getting it done is it was top notch okay these, these people good for you they created whoever. something cool sweet you know <laughs> i enjoyed and it how good immensely. is charlotte copley in that movie Huh? Who? Charlotte Copley, the guy who plays uh, forty-seven characters. Oh. oh yeah, that was. Oh, I love him. Who? What? What? District Nine. District Nine. Is the same amongst, guy, right? Amongst other things, yeah. I mean, he was in the A Team. He was in Flight of the Concords, yeah, I think. Uh, oh, yeah, he's, he's pretty funny. In it. He's great. Yeah, very he's good, good stuff. I mean, so yeah, that was that was my adventure ride. Hmm. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, I do recommend that movie. It. Awesome. It's not for everybody. Right. But I believe I recommended it on this podcast a couple years ago when it came out. It was it's been years since it came out. Oh, it just came out to Netflix. That's how yeah. I came across it. Probably twenty sixteen. Oh wow. Say. Okay. Twenty seventeen. Maybe twenty seventeen. Yeah, twenty seventeen. Gotcha. Well, got anything else to recommend anybody? Anybody else watch anything good? No. Okay, then let's get into it. This is going to be a fist fight. I can already see it happening. Yep. Oh my gosh. I'm <laughs> putting so, my boxing glo- I'm taking my boxing gloves off. If All I right. just stop talking, it's cuz you bored me with things that aren't good. And I'm on my phone <laughs> the on year Pinterest. It was 1984. A filmmaker named Wolfgang Peterson made this very successful movie called Das Boot. And uh, it was like a war film and the what did he want to do next? movie about a luck dragon and a little boy you know like you do uh he got sure ridiculous amounts of money to make it for who for gave him money uh i don't think they used any of it in the movie uh, <laughs> based on what i saw <laughs> sorry <laughs> but yeah it's a it's an interesting experiment in what is a it's a german novel i believe correct justin correct okay, yes so it's a very famous german novel um I, only part of it is in this movie <laughs> <laughs> but right uh, and guy, an interpretation of it yeah it's not it's not there's scenes missing there's stuff that's been changed uh but it yeah it'll be uh we'll we'll get into more in that for the game we're gonna play two truths and a lie after the after the <laughs> oh i can't wait movie. <laughs> and uh, ooh, the movie is a solid attempt i'm gonna say that right off the bat well, it had some success. There was a never-ending story two, yeah, and three. Oh, and more. And more. It was so bad though that that kid ended up killing himself. And I'm two. really curious <laughs> because yeah, that, yeah, he did. <laughs> Not there, because of the movie, but there's some history with this movie for me. Was this one of the first like movies geared towards kids that wasn't animated? No. 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 Not at all. Okay. That would be possible. Yeah. I mean, th- those kids' well, non-animated movies have been happening as long as there's been movies. Well, when I think of, like, a really solid, like, a movie for as long as this was, I you didn't go to the theater to see movies when you were a kid. Well, like, E.T. had already come out. But E.T. wasn't really geared towards kids. Yeah, it was. I didn't oh, yeah. think it I was. I thought E.T. was toward kids. Sorry, just got Hey, it. he's back. Yeah, E.T. is definitely okay. a kids' movie, which... What time period did that come out? 82, I believe. Okay. And this came out when? 84? Two years later? It was probably shot in 80. Well, (laughs) I just... My horrible history is when I was sick with, like, the stomach flu, my mom rented this movie. And when you're sick and you can't do anything but lay on a couch... I felt like I was being tortured so watching you, do you this believe repeatedly. That there's some association. Oh, that's yeah. unfair. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> had the flu. It's not. That's not even fair. Go well. He's cutting out, but we get the gist of what he's saying. Yeah. 
<laughs> right. Like I had spaghetti pizza right before I had the flu when I was 18 years old. I've never eaten spaghetti pizza again because I associate spaghetti it. Well, pizza. I think that's just a good choice. Oh, yeah. a same thing, thing happened. Same thing happened to me in ramen noodles. <laughs> this kid might be a genius. I don't know. After rewatching it, I will still stand that it's not the best movie, well, but just to, we'll go there. It does not get Kip. off on the right foot. I mean, you get these whimsical clouds, you get this beautiful matte painting, and then they play that song. But the that, song is pretty epic. You gotta admit that, that was a, epic. Also, Dude, a it did symphony. not have a keyboard. This is where our paths diverge immediately. <laughs> that song sucks. <laughs> Yeah, no. I, I would like to throw one. There's there's one problem with the never ending story. Has has anybody here read the book? No. No. Yes. yes. Now, why I, I love the book and the movie. One problem with it, and some, I'm gonna say, how the story always oh, is never out. ending. Story one has what? No. Same time. So Aaron, one and two let me text them. in the same fall. Yeah. I don't I don't think he can hear us and uh talk at the same time. He must be somewhere where he's cutting out. Yeah, he's cutting out. Hold on. I have I have an idea. Okay. Uh oh. <laughs> so like, fast. I need a battery. Hey. He's gonna make potato. I wanna know what's wrong now? with the never ending story. <laughs> <laughs> I never <laughs> even knew it was a book. So this is based yes. off the book? Okay, good. Yeah, it's a very yeah. Oh, yeah. The book was fantastic and that whole concept of him losing memories and all that happens in the beginning and it uh, Atreyu turns into like they are traveling side by side and they are like awesome friends throughout the entire movie rather oh, really? okay. than them right. having separate stories. And that was one of the biggest problems. If you read the book first and then watch it, it's terrible. Watch the movie and then read the book. It just gets it even funner. And that's probably where a lot okay. of my love comes from. It, But my mom taped that off of an ABC special, and it was just so wonderful to rewatch that. We grew up without cable, so that might be one of our loves of the movies. Uh. We didn't have anything better. Right. Yeah, <laughs> we had like five movies total, and we watched that one over and over and over again. And that my became tape. like our childhood. You know what my tape movie is, don't you, babe? What? Oh, yeah, Tremors. Nope. Ooh, we actually what? had that on VHS. Oh, okay. No, it was Star Wars with the yeah. Ewoks. I shared that with you. I had a teddy bear that I was like, it was my yub yub. Yub yub. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, anyways, I have good memories of that, even though I didn't Aren't read it. I don't have fond memories of this as a kid either. Oh, really? You know, I, I never really liked it that much because it seemed like it took... It was like a, a four hour long movie. It and seemed I was like it. One thousand percent shocked to find out it's only ninety four minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it we... moved in slow motion. You're like you watched the whole movie at the turtle speed. I watched Mission Impossible Mora. Six and it's like two forty and it blew right by and I'm like, There's it's over already? This was ninety minutes. I thought I was gonna put a gun in my mouth. <laughs> what? Well, this it's really towards no the last no. maybe fifty minutes. When it just seems like it's going really so slow. everything in Fantasia drags slowly, like a, a freaking dog with butt worms. Like their it's clock <laughs> is very Listen, slow. Listen, you're not even you're not even bringing truth to the table. These are just hurling insults at oh, a yeah, work of are, art. The, these are opinions. <laughs> just because you don't like how the Mona Lisa was painted doesn't mean it's just worse. It's amazing. Yes. Hey, I I totally respect your opinion that you love this movie. Uh, <laughs> mine is, mine's just different. Hold on, I have some evidence for Aaron. Okay. So we decided to torture our children, and we all watched this <laughs> oh, man, last they, night. They all hated it. And the part where they got into what's the Fantasia? Fantasia. Lucy's like, I'm tired. I'm going to bed. <laughs> and we're like, okay. And we're like. One bites the dust, and then Oliver lays down five minutes later, Aaron, and he's out. Yeah, I made him know I said, whoever gets, whoever actually stays up the longest gets a prize. And, and they, Luke, they he just was. fell one by one. He's like, I've seen this before at Mr. Justin's house. <laughs> so he knew what was happening. Well, even Justin, you have to admit this on air. You watch this and fast forward at parts. Who did? You. You. I don't. I don't recall ever saying that. Uh huh. I watched. Oh, you do oh, it. yes, yes. Uh, just the beginning, the part when he's talking to his dad, and his dad's putting freaking eggs in the blender that grossed me out, and the whole school part in the beginning. But once he, I liked where he steals the book. Yeah. Then he goes and hides. What? Yeah, that upstairs place in the school. Oh, oh man. The fantasy land. Come on, that would be so amazing to have that yes. place. Yeah, the question I, is, how does he know about it? 
Uh, it seems like that's his like hiding place that yeah. he often skips math class. <laughs> Poor kid. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, it looks like a prison school anyways. Why are the windows yeah, up that, so that high? That was weird, right? Why is there this tiny slit of a window like, like a, a movie where it's like it was they open filmed the thing? In Russia. It was filmed in Russia. Oh. Well, Russia, Canada, and some other place. Germany. Spain. Wasn't it? No. <laughs> wow. Germany, Canada, and Spain it was filmed so in. So in Germany, they have classroom well, doors Germany. with a really small glass I don't glass know if you're aware slit. of Germany's history. Hmm. Yeah. A lot of people once the kids are in school, they do not leave. Uh, a lot of people probably want to bash the kid who plays Bastion for being a bad actor in the movie, but I'm not going to do that because for one, he's just a kid, and two, in the toilet bowl that is this movie, he is the floatiest turd. Oh my goodness! <laughs> oh, wow. I think he's actually the best. Okay, actor how movie. are we talking so bad when there was a flying bat, a yeah. racing snail, uh-huh. and a rock <laughs> creature that created a tricycle by biting those wheels himself? Like. Sure. The amount of work he had to go through that rock biter. You were just, you're saying his flight was for nothing? He does have to Fred Flintstone. Because this was live rock. action. This was like a documentary. As far as I understand it. Wow. That is the way I've always felt about it. I'm like watching. I'm like, man, that, like when they're, when they're dying and the nothingness has taken them, I, I feel it. I'm like, you, you did this, you bastards. Can it was you, awful. I, I want to know Aaron's opinion of Felcor. Well, Felcor. Is okay, a, I'm going to tell you something about Felcor. I've had a problem with Felcor since I was a kid. And well, the, the I got author so of the book hated Felcor. When they were popping his like eggs on his back or the yes. scales, and I couldn't take it. It was just it it bothered me to no end. And Felcor's face, and it was he was frightening to me. He's a dog. But, well, my kids are like, what's like with the flying? Yeah, he's a dog dragon. <laughs> The author Don't of the book drag. hates he hates the movie overall, but he really, really hates Falcor. Oh. What? Yeah, With I wanted cr- Falcor. How could they how could you create Falcor any better? There's there was no there was no CGI that could have been done to create it. He would have looked like a crazy mechanism. They they yeah, built yeah, yeah. Falcor. But he said it didn't look like how he explained it in the book. No. No. That he no. Yeah, my kids That's, are like, it's a dog mermaid. And we're I mean, in nineteen, they could have just made him like cartoon animated, and no one would have batted an eye at it. Oh, <laughs> I would. That, that would, I would was, they didn't need that in that movie, but I do appreciate God. the attempt at the practical effect. But a mm-hmm. lot of times, it's clunky. And so, know. are you telling me Mora was clunky? Yeah, that whole the scene giant where turtle. The, oh God! In the, the heart wrenching of losing our tax. So, Aaron. Like Aaron. Aww. Uh, not Aaron. I mean Joe. We gotta we gotta really talk about that what Aaron just brushed upon. Artex, the horse drowning in the swamps of sadness. Yeah. I mean every kid I, I still watch it to this day and I get choked I, up. I get choked how, up. How do you how did Whoa. your kids or Shannon not just realize how powerful that scene was? Well, <laughs> if you wanna really just think about okay. everything that happens in this movie, you can really take a really dark turn with it. So, yes. Dartex doesn't die. He kills himself. Yeah. He didn't well, have to even try. He, had, he yeah. didn't know he, what to do anymore. His, he kills himself. He was just yeah. willingly was depression. He succumbs to the, the swamps of sadness, and he just chooses to, he chooses death. We had a conversation on, on the couch about yeah. this. Do you remember? Yeah, I mean, and it's dark. Because Lucy's like, why isn't the horse moving? I did a little, re- a little behind the scenes on this, and there's like a lot of fan theories that Bastion is actually losing his mind and he becomes a serial killer. He's not really what? riding Falcor at the end. He's slaughtering people after his oh. uh, after he loses his mind. Whoa, whoa, hold on. That's whoa. ridiculous. No, that's ridiculous. actually that's actually quite true. No, it's not. <laughs> Unbelievable. That's unequivocally true. In the books, he actually begins to lose his mind. In the, he goes through the swamp of sadness. That's not a Treyu who goes in there. That's right. That's, well, that's he is Bastion a Treyu. Right? Well, and right. He turns into <laughs> and he goes into this place, and when he starts losing his memories, he turns into a warlord. And he goes oh, through the yes. entirety of Fantasia and ends up slaughtering all of the strongest people and killing everybody. And mm-hmm. in the second movie, that crazy witch who steals all his of his memories. memories, he's in cahoots with her the whole freaking time. Yep. He is slaughtering. See, I want to see this a, movie. It's not a theory. This sounds he's like a out good there movie. killing everybody. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to go find the audiobook and enjoy it. <laughs> you are. It, it <laughs> is unbelievable. It. I'm only going to say one thing that it just, the book threw me for a loop and how beautiful it was. Is there is a uh, what is it called? A lion with a, a griffin. I no, he's. I, I, he might be a griffin. It's like his name's like Yigrim, and he takes <laughs> him through this desert of a thousand years, 
Yeah. And he fr- he basically turns to stone every night, and he is a flowing like flame. A rainbow okay. flame is the funniest thing. His mane is a rainbow. Rainbow flame! Oh my <laughs> sweet gravy! It is amazing. Whoo! Hmm. So yes, he is a. This kid might be a I, genius. I will have to confirm those theories because I've read that book multiple times. Actually, I think I read it about two years ago, just again. And yeah, right. he kills a lot of people. A lot. Wow. So you know, maybe this fan theory isn't so far off. And I'll just interject right here that. This is a classic novel, so obviously it's it's a, at the very least popular, if not just plain old good. Kind of like A Wrinkle in Time, and that movie was not good either. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I'm just going to call this a misrepresentation of a good work. Yeah, the, the best description I've ever had of this movie from book to movie, or yeah, book to movie, is Serpico. Okay. One of the greatest books I've ever read, and you watch the movie. If you watch the movie before reading that book, it's fan freaking tastic. And I, is it Pacino kills it? You Aww. read the book and go into it. It's just it's it's a basket. What do that. they call it? What do they call it? A basket of laundry. That's yeah. what uh, <laughs> they call Never Ending Story. It's just a basket of unfolded laundry. Aaron, socks. we can do that with any kind of book to movie. I mean, Ready Player One did the exact or Player One Ready whatever. I enjoyed that one. movie so much. No, watch it was entertaining. Me. I not loved me. it. The book. They're two separate things, well, and I like that. They're both. so different, probably kind of like the never-ending story, is that they exist apart from each other. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that yeah. you can judge them on their own merits. Like, I'll say that the, I don't like this movie too much, but I want to talk about the inciting incident in the movie, the bookstore and the creepiest old man on Earth. Oh, my <laughs> God. And stealing things. So creepy. He doesn't look oh. like the kind of guy who should be allowed around kids. Like, <laughs> like he has to keep 500 yards away from a school type of deal. <laughs> but he and he like tricks through he reverse him. psychology. Gets he does. It's steal reverse psychology. So how long is this you dude don't been reading the book? Want this book? This is, book special. Or what character is this is dude? He Bastion as an old man. Yeah, he's a he's a pedo mustache man. Okay, that's all he is. <laughs> oh, you mean like a time loop or a time disruption yeah, where he's like bashing it as an old man. man? No, he's not. He's just he You're really so truly deep. is a creepy old man in the book. He's just a guy at a bookstore who should not have allowed young Bastion into that bookstore. Yeah, that, he that wasn't we wouldn't even have happy. the adventure. We, we wouldn't have. Please do not take this book. This book is not meant for you. I'm going to go eat wink, this banana wink. in the back room now and just leave this young <laughs> no, man. No, take the phone place. call. He took the yeah. phone call. Which, if <laughs> you two guys are such a fan of this movie, I don't know if you're aware, but you can get that book for about 20 grand. What? What are you talking about? What? That that very book goes on auction all the time and it never sells because it went from 75 to 50 to 26 and it never sells because people aren't willing to pay. So I'm guessing if you can get together about 20 Gs, you can buy it. Aaron, let's do it. There you go. Oh, man. The, the problem is, Justin, you're going to sell it on me. I'm going to get you <laughs> I'm gonna have that book gone in two weeks. Do you know who, oh, you my, know who has the, the original Oren in his office? is Steven Spielberg. Yeah, well, what? we'll get to the Spielberg yes. collection, connection later. Mm. So what does the book describe to the nothing? Because in this movie, it doesn't really show it. It just shows it's like a vacuum cleaner that's sucking up <laughs> Fantasia. What it basically is, is it's it's two parts. Number one, all the children of the world no longer believing in these types of, right. okay, that's, I guess you can say, supernatural beings. And they're basically being forgotten. Like the Winnie the Pooh type of movie that mm. just came out with right. um, uh, Ewan McGregor. Robin. Or an yeah. elf when the kids don't believe in sand anymore. That's why he has to jet power yes. and slay. But what really wow. actually is the catalyst, catalyst for all of this is Bastion turning into a murderer because the nothing doesn't exist at that point and when he starts losing his memories and attempting to unify all of Fantasia okay. basically everything he gains is destroyed so and movie... it isn't until all of his memories are gone and stolen by the witch that the nothingness is able to basically tear apart everything oh. it's a living being, the nothingness So in, in the book Bastion's entrance into the book is really more like way late into the story without any of his involvement no, it happens pretty quickly. I'd say two chapters in, and that's no. I mean, like in as, the movie, as he gets in and starts to trade his memories for those wishes. Okay, that's he gets a wish every time he wishes for something. He wishes to be handsome. He wishes to be strong. He wishes to have a tray use horse and st- basically steals our tax. Okay. And oh, doesn't he kill him at one point? He does well, a lot of bad things. Yes, he does kill a tray Interesting. He stabs a tray. He is a crazy human. Wow, being. Bastard yeah. is kind of a. 
poor kid. Pester, that's he's, a, he's an eight-year-old kid who <laughs> well, gets supernatural yeah. powers. What are you going to do? A bully or, or someone who's things. been bullied. You give somebody who's who's a victim like that all that type of power, they're mm. going to misuse it, obviously. No one uses oh. it for good. Jeez. But I things I will to... tell you I, I love about this book. I mean, the movie. Going back to the, the movie, the, the hated movie by many folks. Scenes <laughs> when he has to go through the, the two towers, the... the the naked sphinx ladies yeah so that that, that was, huge. Is that that was another bone movie? of contention for the author he did not like the fact that there were some tatties on those sphinxes i like the yeah. boobies i like that i like the tatties on the sphinxes that was helpful <laughs> you got to see know. the yellow and the blue version mm-hmm. they reused the whole sculpture right i don't twice. know what purpose they serve in a kid's movie <laughs> I know Luke's watching it, our son, and he's like, why is that on there? He's like holding his hand over his his eyes. eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Looking between his fingers. But like the, I would just say the emotions that invoked, even with the crappy cinematography or the bad animatronics, is you had feelings of joy when you get to watch the races or learning that you have these magic powers and there's other stuff out there. The feeling of sadness when you lose Artax when he begins to find himself that he's not just some wimpy kid it's really exciting but then at that end it i've never felt like it dragged i felt like it was quite <laughs> emotional watching everything basically falling apart the only thing that never made sense to me is him just giving a name i, I don't even know the name he gives to the person moon that'll, child no no moon that'll child. be nope, stop it he, stop it <laughs> we're gonna talk about that later stop it. <laughs> oh gonna be was part that of two the, truths part of the game show Mm-hmm. Um, and there's an interesting fact about that you might not know, so we'll talk about that. Um, Ooh. So, I get that you guys like the movie, and, and you will overlook some things about it because there's you know emotion there and everything. But if you just if you step, take a step back and just look at filmmaking, it's not paced very well. Right. <laughs> there, there's there's sudden stops and starts, and what you what you'd really want is a flow. Like more of a flow going from scene to scene. But every time you go from Bastion back to Fantasia, it's always it always is like a jolting stop. Like Atreyu's introduction on the terrace or whatever, the veranda of the the palace. The Which, palace. if you look carefully, there's ET, Chewbacca, R two D two, and C three PO. And those giant head people, those yeah. are uh-huh. awesome. Oh, and he's had the three faces. Oh, uh-huh. he was awesome. Yeah. Allegedly, George Lucas uh, was also part of doing some stuff on this movie. Mm. Yeah, it was a Cantanus, or what is it, Cantana scene, basically. Cantana. Cantana. No, it's... Canta- well, I think we're both saying it wrong. Cantina. Cantina. Yes. Oh, wait, no, it's, it's <laughs> Santiago. Santiago. <laughs> it is Wales. Wales vagina. vagina. <laughs> you guys are the fucking worst! <laughs> <laughs> I will say oh, one I- part of this movie... Because uh, I'm skipping around in my notes. Artax dies. Uh, I do love practical effects, but Falcor doesn't exactly always hold up. To the winch wench was something that to we the said. winch wench oh, we said in our house. Oh. Yes, that was, she was clever. So great. Yeah, those the those soup two she makes and that scene. It's just so oh. It reminds me of the in, Princess Bride, though. A little bit. Oh yeah. Kind of felt like it was yeah. stolen. Yeah, the Wait, what Bride movie? Did it better. Yeah. Princess, Princess Bride. Bride. I've never seen Mad the Princess Bride. What? I've never what? seen that movie. I've well, never seen it. Immediate watch recommendation, it. mid-podcast, watch The Princess Bride. It's delightful. Immediately, if not sooner. I, I wow. have heard a now. lot of people say anything bad about it. I've all Don't I, talk to Shannon. If you like this movie, you're definitely going to love that. <laughs> hey, I have my own opinion. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just oh. fantastic. Hey, Joe, Aaron... And Shannon, and Angela, Angela, <laughs> Angela. Yeah, all thank of us. you. What's up? <laughs> I'm so, oh gosh, insert foot in mouth. Um, but Aaron touched on, oh, it's it's crappy animatronics, and you guys are kind of hating on it right now. But remember, we're talking 1984, and this is a kids movie. You are caught up in the adventure. That wolf yeah. that we watch now, that kind of looks cheesy. It looked real. It invoked terror nightmares and it still does to this day when well, my children when i subject my children i, I got goosebumps this. right now as soon as you brought up that damn wolf scene i got goosebumps it's amazing this, okay and, and it, granted we're adults watching it and picking it apart with modern cgi and, well no that's and, that's not it at all they had better animatronics at the time i watched alien and that was made you know 
pension. They're not going to dump that budget into Star a movie Wars. designed right, for, but, for kids. So I'll give you guys. Like, think about it. That clown is not frightening. I st- well, that, that was in the nineties. It that came out was fantastic, but you insert him into the old one. That old one is just amazing. But well, I couldn't even watch the new it compared to it. Oh, wow. The the We're cinematography of that old it movie that that clown was not that was not done well. There are so, some crazy things about that. Well, yeah. to give you guys the benefit of the doubt, though, the animatronics with the turtle, with the rock biter, and with the wolf, they're not they're they're redubbing their lines in English. They're actually speaking German. So I can't tell you <laughs> if it's good animatronics or not mm-hmm. because I don't speak German and I don't know what they were saying. <laughs> but the wolf, what? I will yes. say, did somewhat. Are you messing with me? No, I'm for real, 100 for real. If that I doesn't look make at... any sense. Why would they film them in German? Everybody. Most else of the actors on set speak right. German. And they just redubbed their lines later. No. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah you need to watch legit. this movie carefully because their the scenes. mouths are not matching what some they're saying. Some spoke English, some spoke German, and it's a German movie. They redubbed it all in German. It was the original language, and in fact. Uh, Wolfgang Peterson didn't even have anything to do with the cut that you've seen. You've never seen his cut of the movie. Whoa. Yeah, somebody else did the cut that you've seen, and we'll talk about that hmm. later. Can I go back to the the animation that Justin says is so great and sure. whatever? Um, yep. I will say the wolf was okay. His eyes were cool. Yeah, but like it was just... I kind of agree that the cuts were just so quick that they took kind of the joy out of it for me like i saw this rock knife and you knew immediately that it was gonna die yeah and it they went too fast on things that i wanted them to take longer on for it to be good uh better shut that door um what's going on is there a bomb <laughs> I, I, I reversing a i'm on my farm here in texas right now oh yep. my gosh because texas but you know and um What's the flying mermaid thing? Falcor. Oh, the dragon. Falcor. 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 Yep. Um, Shrey you. <laughs> I was gonna pull that, but I decided not to. <laughs> I don't know why you didn't. Uh, I should. Oh, I. I just can't do it. Like, it doesn't make sense. The movie's just like kind of this cut and paste together, and it doesn't it make sense. It was cut and paste together to me. And yeah, it's I mean, interesting. Aren't all movies cut and paste together? Technically, yeah. Yeah. This guy, obviously, Wolfgang Peterson, obviously did not make... He did not shoot enough. He, it wasn't he didn't, he didn't get enough stuff. Um, he went way over budget, way over time. Uh, a lot of issues happened. The kid who played Atreyu kept hurting himself, almost died. So there was, there was production problems. Well, like, it doesn't even follow, like, a, a storyline for me. You know how stories are like, there's a climax... Well, I don't know who's in charge of rewriting the script from what they what the book is, but they they took out a lot of key things according to the author. Um, he he's not. Oh, the author was mad. He was yeah. horrified with this whole thing. I think there was a lawsuit involved. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. It, he, he started like he was very vocal about it the whole time. Like, I hate this movie. I hate this movie. Don't watch this movie. How much money yep. did this movie make? Make? I don't know. I know how much it cost. How much did it cost? $26 million. We need to find out Whoa. how much it made. In 1984 money? Yes. Wow. That's, that's something like $85 Ooh. million today. I'm something, looking it yeah. up. Yeah, it, it, it's not all on screen either, which tells me that it, they had a very, very hard production. They shot a lot of film they didn't use, um, that type of stuff. Hmm. Yep. The never-ending story's domestic total gross was $20 million. Yeah. What about international? Huh. I, I worldwide. don't know. Does it, does it not give you a worldwide I don't bo? Know. Where are you at? Uh, Anywho, can, Joe, can we can we touch on the action figures? <laughs> action bit. figures? Um, do you want to talk about the end of the movie? How Bastion saves the day? Yes, because Shannon said there's no climax to it, which there is a, an amazing climax. He gets to. You know, know, ride Falcor, create the Fantasia, however or he sees he's fit, insane, and, and you use your imagination to go. Okay, what's he gonna do? He can do anything. He can even go back into the real world, and you see him 
freaking terrorizing the bullies and getting revenge, you know, and not turning the other cheek. It was amazing. That's what we would all do, you know. Our, our sinful nature is, ah, I would get back at people if I had wishes. No. So at the very end of the movie, I will talk about this. The reason why it's called The NeverEnding Story, I don't know if this is mentioned in the book at all, uh, is that the meaning behind The NeverEnding Story is that you read a book about a thing and somebody else is reading a book about you and so on and so forth. And so... Uh, I have to say that whoever's reading Bastion's book is probably the most depressed person. He's <laughs> like, wow, this kid just sits there and reads. He's bullied. Oh, I feel his so bad mom, for him. His mom died. Right. His poor kid. His dad, you know, goes on to become Drinking a famous eggs. His dad, does, His dad <laughs> is just a salesman running around. And that was another reason I actually really liked it is my, my dad and Justin's dad. He works 70 hours a week. We never saw him. So seeing a dad at breakfast and this guy's like just kind of walking through cold. He's like, eat your breakfast, Bastion. You don't have time yeah. to be weak. Right. That's, <laughs> that's basically my father. I'm like, yeah, that was like our oh dad. my God, I'm going to get to be riding Falcor later on and <laughs> hanging out with an old man in the back of a bookstore getting really sleepy. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> <laughs> wow. So the movie ends on a happy note? <laughs> heck, heck yeah! Uh, but it according to Aaron, Fantasia exactly is rebuilt, happy. and he he comes back and and they give him one. I think that's his like final wish. He's like, I want to ride a dragon, a white puppy dog dragon, and go scare the kids that threw me into a dumpster in the middle of New York. That's not his final wish. He said he had many other adventures. Oh yeah, again, many other adventures with Jonathan Brandis. Whatever. <laughs> right, with a new actor. Cue the cheesy <laughs> the entire music. Entire new production, and then the Casio keyboard kicks in, and the movie's over. Out of ten, what do we rate this movie, Angela? I'm going to rate this a four. Ooh. Oh, Ooh. I, so nice. I really like this movie. It's a big part of my childhood and it doesn't matter if I watched it 20 years ago or 20 minutes ago I, I still enjoy it and it probably is nostalgia because <laughs> at the end of the day when you really look at it objectively it does have a lot of issues it's not it's definitely not a, a touchstone of filmmaking or anything like that Acting but performances are horrible Neither was Captain America one. Uh, what? Shut your mouth. I just I listen. I watched every Marvel movie nope. in order, getting ready for Avengers: Infinity War. And you can't tell me those scenes at the end where he's running through, and it was just not good cinematography. But it's still awesome. Hey, so, by, by the way, side note: anybody who gives this movie under a rating of six is getting blocked by me on Facebook. Okay. <laughs> okay. I don't have Facebook. So cool. I'm not on Facebook anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will I'll, I'll try to supplement your uh, viewing of Captain America by saying Joe Johnston was creating a 1950s war movie um, so he's shooting in that specific style to match that genre um, all of Marvel's movies genre ape except for the <laughs> Avengers movies so they're, they all try to mimic uh, genre films like spy movies and stuff so they, they try to follow those beats and that's why Captain America has those oddly old-timey parts to it. Even That is the, a very fair point. I don't really have an argument against that. The yeah. color toning of the movie is meant to look like it was shot way back when. And it looks Damn like Technicolor it. instead of like actual <laughs> color matching. So... You're supposed to be. Oh, watching, my argument like, has been invalidated, and you win. Null and void. Yeah. You know, <laughs> null and void. Not many people realize that's what they've been doing for 18 films. Is they've actually been making these genre films, and they're disguising them because they're superheroes, and people don't really care. You know, uh, the the only franchise in there that's superhero-y is Iron Man, hmm. because they didn't really have a formula, but. We're rating the movie, right? Anyways, yeah. Rating let's, the movie. let's have Justin rate it next. Justin, what do you rate it, buddy? I'm guessing a 10. <laughs> if I could go higher than a 10, I would. You but can. since you added stipulations, I will stick with just a 10. Because I think if you guys were all in my scenario where this was one of the gr movies that was ingrained to you in you at an early age, so 1984, we, let's see, I probably was watching it around age five. And then I watched it all the way f forever. You know, I continue to watch it nonstop. So I bet you guys would have the same passion uh, as me if you 
watched it at an early age, and that was the most important movie because it was your only movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> but we all have yeah, those, minus Tremors and Star Wars. And, and I guess I'm not just saying it because I watched it constantly. I'm trying to look a little objectively and listen to your guys' points, which I see it and with Aaron, with the book being so much better. Mm. But granted, this movie holds up. There's memes about it. Family Guy talks about it. This this movie is but part of pop culture. But in a lot of ways, culture. it's held up for not the reasons it, that you're holding it up. <laughs> and you know you know that to be true and you can actually go justin if you want and say everything about this movie is garbage i love it give it a 10 you can say that that's yeah. your you're, you're allowed, allowed to have, have those feelings like mm-hmm. i love the movie hard target i don't know why i think i rated it an 8 out of 10 I, he does gymnastics i've never doing... been on a podcast this is, this is just wonderful and that is a very good point you've just made that's my favorite of the entire night i love the movie hard target i already know it's a i'm not gonna say anything about this but I, yes i don't like many movies people love and i and i know people hate that movie i don't know why i love it it just touches me in my funny place Yep. Gives it the gurgles, eh? It's got to be that long, mulleted, Chance Boudreaux, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Love mm. it. Yep. I love it, too. But it, it is what it is. And, you know, we're, it's, that's why these are opinions. You know, you're allowed to have your opinion. You know. I love how I can say things. Even if it's wrong. Yeah, even if it's wrong. And my opinion can be wrong to you. Angela, you get me. Shannon, what would you rate it? I get you. I have to go next. You guys are okay. the fucking worst. <laughs> I give this a two. Um, what? From now on, oh, hey, hey, yo, I'm hanging up. Whoa! whoa, whoa. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Yep. Sorry, hey, everyone. We just talked about how she's allowed to feel her feelings. Justin, come on. She's I... dead to me. <laughs> Justin, Justin, remember, everyone is entitled to their own opinion, not their own truth. We know the truth. Hey, there Justin, are. She's not saying it's rated a two for you. There are Hallmark <laughs> movies that make me cry. And this one didn't make me cry, cry at all. I, I did not cry. I wanted my 90 minutes back. I, yeah. <laughs> I didn't have any feelings towards this movie. And I was actually reading someone who reviewed it. And it just makes sense. He said it has tacky special effects, which I agree with. Well, and that the dragon looks like an impractical bath mat. Worst CGI ever. And there's no there, CGI oh, in the movie. Awful. Exactly. So he's retarded. You can't so, take that. The, but it kind of looks like some weird-looking bath mat. Anyways. I don't, I, you know, it, he's got weird bath mats, if that's the case. I gave it two <laughs> points because it was short, and I didn't have to sit during a three-hour movie, even though it felt like it was. And that some of the acting wasn't that bad. There was just too many characters for me. There was too much going on. I want a, a story that makes sense. It didn't make sense. If I read the book and had the book as well, a movie, book I think it would have been great. It sounds like that they're not the same thing at all. Correct. And so. I think it was a horrible adaptation. It it just didn't make sense. Okay. Yeah, Aaron, sorry. what do you rate this movie out of 10? I got, I'm gonna go a seven. Okay. Because my basic two favorite movies I've ever seen in my life are gonna, uh, three, are gonna rank in order, Interstellar, Rocky. Well, you would like our theme music. And then Dune. I, I, I have listened and read the book of Dune and gone through. So I have to give a really good point to it is a or I have to agree to your points that it is a terrible, terrible adaptation. But for I, I actually own all of our original VHSs. That we <laughs> That's kids. Awesome. There's like eight of them. <laughs> there's there's eight. The rest were focused on the family. <laughs> like terrible there's a movie called buttercream gang that we have which is just it. the name alone is gonna i don't want to know it is. I don't no. it's, to know. it's a christian gang but with that being said <laughs> it was a it was a lot of fun it was a nice fantasy land i grew we grew up in a family where i didn't watch simpsons until i was probably 15 or 16 years old mm-hmm. so we didn't have the same type of thing so the nostalgia of just being able to watch something that was outside the realm of our hardened Christian beliefs that our mother wow. tried to instill. It was just fun. It, get, it was just so enjoyable. And if someone asks right now, hey, do you want to go watch NeverEnding Story? I'm like, yeah, I do. I'd like to sit and watch that movie right now. Aww. But the points that you have are all very, very valid. But it just, it's just enjoyable. Hey, 
That's it, not... it is a laundry basket of mismatched laundry. That is for gotcha. sure. But it is. It is um, good. So, like, my I have to jump, guys. I apologize. I just got to family video to go return my video. <laughs> that I returned get, to them. get Destiny back. Yep. Yep. I'm still it was good having that. you. Thank you so much for letting me be on here, hey, everybody. No and uh, I, I hope you have a wonderful evening. Yeah. You too. Hey, you too. before you go, Aaron. Yeah. Please call me after this because you rated that a seven and not a ten. So we're gonna have to have some serious. <laughs> Listen, I rate them based on ten, nine, eight, no. seven. That's my fourth favorite movie. Hang up you. on him, Joe. Bye. I, I can't. <laughs> I have to hang up on everybody. <laughs> All right. So, well, I'm gonna rate this movie. Like personally, I think I would want to go low because I don't like it. But I understand that it's pervaded pop culture. That it's a classic for a lot of people. Um. So I'm just going to hit it right in the middle. I'm just going to give it a five. Like, my gut oh. reaction is like a two. So I think that's about all it's worth. Aww. But a lot of people oh. love this movie, and it has pervaded. He loves me. It has pervaded despite the fact that it's not very well made. And there's something about There has to be something about it. Um, is Shannon holding a knife up to you? Are you safe? And you <laughs> want to give it a ten, but you're scared of I your wife? Like, no, I would, right I would never give this movie a ten because it's just, it, does, it didn't invo- evoke any emotions from me when I watched it other than please why is this movie taking so long it's only 90 minutes he's like how much it, longer it, does it have I'm like 30 minutes he's it like, doesn't what? seem like 90 minutes it seems like four hour movie it really does it takes you saw it when you were a kid right yeah, yeah. How I many, didn't really like, like it then either kid, kid is in 16 or a kid is in like a no, little kid like, since I was eight since I've been watching movies maybe seven oh, wow. I don't know. yeah Hmm. Interesting. Look, I've, I've watched movies from back then, like we on this podcast. If you want to go back and listen, Justin, we've reviewed the Last Starfighter, and we've reviewed uh, Gremlins, and we've reviewed garbage. And th- some of them just aren't very good. Mm-hmm. You know, nostalgia yeah. does not carry anything for me anymore. But Tremors is good. But it has to it has to hit me. Tremors is a fantastic movie. I believe I rated it nine out of ten. So. Um, the other I would give it a on two just because Shannon likes it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I don't, I don't let that type of emotion try to like carry me forward. But if like the movie can actually reach me, mm-hmm. that's fine. That being said, not every movie is meant to reach every person. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right? We're all looking through our own set of glasses at stuff, and this one just doesn't do for me what it does for you. Fair and if enough. You look, if you look at Justin's story, <laughs> this is one of the only Justin. movies he owned. Of course, this movie is great. Because it sounds like it's better than the Buttercream Gang. <laughs> well, I don't know. We need to do a review of that next. If I had to watch Focus on the Family, the Buttercream Gang, and this, I think I'd pick the Never Ending Story nine times out of ten. Oh. <laughs> you know. Fair enough. So let's get Which into the game, one everybody. time you're still watching the Buttercream Gang. <laughs> Can we do that for the next one? It Can sounds, we all watch Buttercream Gang? It sounds like some Is that available on, on Netflix? I don't know. I don't think it's we'll available find it. in life. I'll send you guys a bootleg copy. VHS. <laughs> you got two VCRs, you're going to take a copy of a copy. That's this right. Game of two Truths and a Lie is going to uh, be very easy if you guys were paying attention while I was talking. Uh-oh. Right. I wasn't. Oh, no. My brain never paying attention. I wasn't paying attention. Perfect. The first one. Number one. Okay. Steven Spielberg cut the U.S. release of this movie. The movie cost $50 million to make. The author of the book hated this movie. Which one is the truths? Which ones are the lies? Which, let's go. Uh, the one that about $50 million is a lie. That's a lie? Yeah. I, I think yeah, the, the first one's truth. a lie. You think Steven Spielberg cut this movie as a lie? Yes. I think, I think Justin? that's the truth. Uh, St- the Steven Spielberg part that he cut it? Is the lie? It's the lie. The it costs twenty-seven is, million dollars to make. The lie so is the movie costs fifty million dollars to make. So Steven Spielberg actually cut the U.S. release of this movie. Shut. That's why he has the Orin. What? I'm, yep. I'm an idiot. He shaved seven minutes off the actual runtime. He got it down to a tight ninety-four. So there's seven huh. minutes of this movie out there somewhere in the German cut that, no, thanks. We've, that we've never seen. I doubt I'm missing it. Hey, maybe it makes it better. Okay. Maybe okay. it, it makes all the difference. It changes I'll the movie call him from up. a four to a ten. I have a, I have a cell phone number. I'll call okay. him and find out. We have talked at length about how the author hated this movie, and mm. we did talk about how the movie only cost $26 million to make. So. Okay, I'm a loser. All right, Keep next going. one. You guys ready? Yep. <laughs> the movie only covers half the book. 
Many of the actors spoke their lines in German and were redubbed. And you know what? I forgot to write a third one. Those are both lies. <laughs> <laughs> those, are both, those are both true. I forgot to write the lie. I just have on my notes lie, and I never went back to it. <laughs> you could have put Shannon loves this movie. And I'm about one cup of coffee away from uh, actually being able to improv that, so I, c- I couldn't think of anything. <laughs> You'll edit this out later, right? Yeah. Falcor yeah. was really not <laughs> supposed kidding. to be a dog. So which one was lie? <laughs> All right, let's go to the third one. I can redeem myself. I can do it. Okay. The name Bastion screams at the end of the movie is Vagina, and they had to dub in the name <laughs> later. The name Bastion screams at the end is intentionally nonspecific to make it up to the viewer to name the childlike empress. Allegedly, the name of the empress was blank in the script. The name Bastion screams at the end of the movie is Moonchild. So which one's the lie? Which one's the lie? I'm going to go with vagina. Mm-hmm. Yeah, vagina. I'm going to go with the second one. You believe that? Sure. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you, you're the only one who's wrong. The other two are right. <laughs> Come on. That would have been great. I would have totally watched this movie. Why would they have a child scream? <laughs> scream vagina. Why would they have boobs no, on statues? What I said was yeah. he, he accidentally screams vagina, and they had to redub in the name later. <laughs> Maybe he doesn't yeah. know English. I no, he know. knew English. Uh, so... Yeah, I guess allegedly the script was blank at that part, and it's just meant for the viewer to insert whatever name they felt like it because they're in the never-ending story as well. No. If you listen to it, like slow it down, listen listen to it a bunch of times after knowing that he says Moonchild, oh, yeah. you can hear him say if you, if If you, like I did, I read that he says Moonchild, it's really obvious. I never yep. knew what the hell he was saying when I was a kid. Oh, it bugged me. I always thought it, it was a, his mom's name. It is his mom's name. That's what they said it was. He goes, I said my mom's name. So apparently his mom was a hippie. Yeah, his mom Moonchild. was a hippie, and that was her nickname was Moonchild. Okay. Yep. Her name was probably like... Uh, Susan. Susan. Sarah. Aww, or it could be really Moonchild. I mean, I've met Sunshines before. Sure. I mean, there's all kinds of yeah, hippie nice. names. Yes, I have. There Did was Moon a child get a disease and yes, die? birth certificate, <gasps> Maybe it no was lie. Jenny. I've met two sunshines. I bet her name. Birth, not cha- name given at birth. Jenny. Okay. Jenny. Hey, two two I met, sunshines. I met get a two sunshines. Blue, so I don't even want to. Swear. Wanna, sunshine's not that weird. Sunshine is really weird. And to have met two, that, that you're a very special person, Justin. I, <laughs> you're the famous actress right now. Her name's Aquafina. <laughs> Like the water bottle? Yes. So it like is the what water it is. company? Yeah. What the yep. water name? Yes. What do you call it? Yep. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So uh, well, the part have... when I said the movie only covers half the book, uh, that's true. Um, the other half of the book is covered pretty much in the Neverending Story too, but it makes absolutely zero narrative sense because they're not really linked Connected. very much. Um, I, I'm playing the music right now. Sorry to interrupt you. I want the viewers and listeners at home no to hear this, this awesome symphony. No one deserves this. Um, also, interesting fact, the actor who played Atreyu almost lost an eye when the wolf tackles him. Oh, because what? the animatronic went it went bad. And you see that cut on his eye? Mm-hmm. That's legit cut. Oh, oh wow. wow. Yeah. Is, do we have another set? Or no, that's it. Nope, that was it. That was somewhat that was fun. And I already told you about uh, being able to buy the book prop. That's all yep. my notes. And, oh. and I got a, a little known fact. The okay. U.S. did not produce action figures for this toy line. Oh, there we go. But yeah. Mexico and the U.K. did produce toys, which I have a full collection from both, which include like the Rock Fighter, Sebastian, Atreyu, the, the Princess, um, Falcor, obviously, the wolf, which is named Gamork. So, yeah, I, that's a little side thing. And I'm going to plug my YouTube channel because that's what I do. Justice Curry, J-U-S-T-I-C-E, and then Curry, C-U-R-Y. I have a whole, um, I have a whole YouTube video dedicated to never-ending story and that I, my brother and I now, talk about. Uh, canceled Comic Book Men. Mm-hmm. Yep, I was the reason they canceled Comic Book Men when <laughs> my brother and I went on it there. Just took them two they years. Said, <laughs> oh my gosh, this was so amazing. We're going to give you guys your own show and cancel Comic Book Men. So my brother and I are starting filming. Yeah, your Marl. brother was there on Comic Book Men as well. Aaron, who we heard earlier. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so, yeah. Check out Justin's YouTube. He is a toy collector of some renown. 
maybe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> An- so. Animals like to watch me. So when people Dude. leave their house and they turn the TV on for their dogs and cats to watch the TV, they put on my show. They like it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yeah. Um, if you if you feels like laugh, I have no idea what to say after that. There's <laughs> some, there's some funny stuff going on in the comment sections of his YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> oh man definitely I love it oh, there, he had a stalker for a while but well what the listeners don't know is there was a nice little break there and you don't Justin, have to tell them Justin had to go uh, he had to get on his Falcor and go murder kids <laughs> um, I think that's what happens at the end of that movie right right yeah, he's not here yeah, to defend yeah. it it's what happened uh, so yeah next week we're going to talk about a fantabulous movie it's <sighs> Mm. Fabulous. Um, so in the '80s, there's this thing where like everything was so macho that it actually kind of was gay. <laughs> it was very homoerotic. Home, for sure. Like is like, oh, yeah, same with you, bro. I'll be up your butt. And uh, a movie that showcases this way more than a lot of others is Top Gun. Oh, and, uh, oh yeah, the volleyball scene. Maverick playing with <laughs> the boys. That's the all highway I know. to the danger zone. I don't think I've ever seen There's this There's some wingmen involved, I think. Yeah. Hmm. No, you've I'll got be mine. interested. I'll have yours. Yeah, well, uh, Shannon just said she's never seen this movie, so this is going to be a treat. Yeah, show And me I'm sure we'll first. talk about how they're making a sequel, and it's in production now, so. Shush. Shut the front yeah, door. Yeah, that's Shush. happening. Yep. Bye. From now on, you call her Shannon. Uh, Iceman and Maverick are both coming back, and it's going to be about Goose's kid. Do you think Meg Ryan's coming back? I don't think Stop her face should be on spoiling the movie. Uh, I want to so. see it. We, we'll talk about that all next week. Everybody, thanks for joining us. Uh, you can find episodes past and present at moviedummies.com. Hit us up there. Questions, comments, concerns about our lack of uh, love for this movie, hit us up at moviedummies at gmail.com, and we will probably talk about you on the show. Mm-hmm. If you want to be not internet famous, you can do that. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, <laughs> thanks for joining us. As always, I'm Joe. And I'm Shannon. I'm Angela. And for our special guests, our special guests, uh, Justin and Aaron, and for the missing Matt and sometimes Adam. Yeah, we'll miss you guys. Uh, whatever. <laughs> we, we missed you. We, not, we will miss you. We yeah. missed you. Yeah. Yes. Don't See we have later. a new. Do we have any? Yeah, we had a new catchphrase. Do you I don't remember. It <gasps> no, no, no. It was something about mm-hmm. rabbits. Yep. Just say the old one. What was the rabbits one? Do you even know our, our old one? No. What's the rabbits <laughs> one? Oh. Angela, what's the rabbits one? I don't remember. Angela, in your was best Falcor like... impression, <laughs> let's hear our catchphrase. In my best what impression? Falcor. Oh, Falcor. Oh. I don't know. Yay, Michael Bay! That's great. <laughs> that is really good. <laughs> I'm going to do my Artex impression. I was like waiting for it. Like, Because he just sat there and died. Anyways. Later. Bye. Also, bye. Bye. Thanks for listening, Meatbags. Remember to check us out on moviedummies.com and I'll catch you on the flippity flop.